0: What's going on, guys? Grant Pushkar here, joined by my co-director, Victor Williams. Are you looking to bring more attention to your sports content? Over at Overtime Heroics, you can be a part of a growing sports community, such as podcasts like my own, Cleveland Surge, and my own, Philly Special Podcast. And if you're looking for a place to share your sports opinions, they also have an active forum for all sports topics. So if you want your sports content to be heard amongst other sports fans, go over to Overtime Heroics forward slash forums and make your first hot take today. What's going on everybody, and thank you for joining me on the Wyman Podcast If you're listening to me on the Anchor app, which I record all my episodes on I'm also available on Spotify, uh, Google Play, Apple, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public um, All that good stuff, no matter how you're listening to me, as always, thank you um, I do appreciate it. A little little uh, Wrestling Wednesday today, and again, some Raw, some SmackDown stuff. Um, we already covered Stomping Grounds in my last episode. Uh, did a whole Stomping Grounds review. I went through all that good stuff, which was uh, coming off Stomping Grounds. I thought it was a pretty good pay per view. Um, go check that out if you guys missed it. And uh will get right into Raw here. Raw going off of the um, theme of Stomping Grounds, kicking the night right back off with how it ended with uh, Seth and Becky um, with both of their titles, respective titles, Universal and the uh, Raw women's title. And um, that segment was a pretty good segment. You had Baron come out and well Baron's music hit and then Lacey comes in and uh tries to attack Becky from behind I believe and then Becky goes in you know and her and Lacey start going at it one little thing I liked here is when Seth tried to separate then they had Becky uh push Seth and uh you know Seth kind of sold it I mean he didn't like fall down and roll over or whatever but he sold it pretty good where he took a few steps back and it was like damn you know so that really sold it. To me, that was really good because it really showed Becky that, um, or I should say it showed the fans that no matter what, no matter who or what gets in Becky's way, when she gets in that mode, when she gets in that uh, rage that she was in, um, you know, after being attacked from behind by Lacey Evans, that she's not going to stop. She's not going to let anybody get in her way, even Seth. Um, so I think that was really cool how they kind of showed that. You know, she didn't, they didn't have her punch him and, they didn't have Seth roll and flop on the on the floor and roll out of the ring and do all that but it was still a good enough um, sign a good enough gesture I guess I should say good enough action for to have Becky do that to have that little two three second moment um and then you see Seth get out of the way obviously and uh Becky continues to beat down Lacey they also did a um Baron running where Baron tried to run in and then you know while Seth was kind of watching Becky and Lacey go at it then you have Baron running with no music you know and obviously um, the the heels got cleaned out pretty quick by uh, Seth and Becky but um, I thought it was good you know they it wasn't too bad it wasn't too um, long like it wasn't really dragged out it was kind of cringy watching the whole Seth and Becky thing. Which I think, I just don't think you should do that. I mean, I don't know. Some things work and some things just don't. I think Becky and Seth are kind of two awkward personalities and awkward characters. They're both very scripted. So when you're trying to script two people about something that's real, something that's like really happening, it's going to sound clunky. It's going to sound even more scripted and more fake and more cheesy. Um... And that's what it is that's that's what it does and that's what it is um i'm not saying you know it's not bad they're not um you know it's not stumbling over the words they're not tripping over each other or whatever cutting each other off this and that. like they obviously have great chemistry when they're out there talking and cutting kind of a joint promo but i just don't it's just so so scripted and so you can't script love, you can't script a relationship, oh, well, I mean, I guess you can, but not when they're really in a relationship like it's not it's just not gonna work if you ask me um, so of course, they go off and get into uh Baron grabs the mic and said "Um you know they they wanna challenge um him and Lacey wanna challenge Becky." and set that extreme rules, mixed tag match. So I guess that's kind of already an extreme rule, even though the guys don't really hit the girls, and vice versa. Um, I want to see, maybe they'll add a stipulation, maybe they add, well, I mean, they already have a stipulation, saying, which Baron gets to, um, before, uh, uh, before, um I they get to the stipulation of having the titles uh, both of the titles online so basically when it takes all as they're calling it so say Baron pins Seth um, then Baron wins the Universal title and Becky has to, give, has to drop her title to Lacey Evans so it could get really interesting it could get really really interesting if they really want to um, if they really want to have a way to have Becky drop the belt to Lacey without Lacey ever beating her. I could see them really doing that with they have Baron uh beat Pin Seth or maybe they have like a Brock Lesnar run in. Um you know, distraction, some kind of distraction. Like Baron's not going to beat Seth clean either, just like Lacey isn't going to beat uh Becky clean, which I mean, I'd be surprised maybe she does, I don't know. But I think the way you want to do it is to have Seth just take the pin because Becky's hotter right now. And I don't think, I think Baron beating Seth is more believable than Lacey beating Becky at this point. Just, uh, you know, because Lacey's just still so new. And so she was just thrown into that title picture so, so, so quick. I mean, this is really her first angle. Besides that, she was... Um, you know, just walking out to the ring and with her music, and then walking back up the ramp. She didn't really have an angle before this. Her this is her first real angle was when she walked down to the ring that one night and then hit Becky, and then that's when that whole thing started. Obviously, I think it was actually the night after WrestleMania, or maybe like a week or two after WrestleMania, because that was after Becky had just won the belts. Um, so, you know, this is this is Lacey's real first angle. You know, Baron's obviously been Money in the Bank winner, and, you know, Baron Corbin's been around the around the company a long time, being the GM of Raw and all that stuff. So I, I think it's way more believable, way more. Uh, Baron has way more credibility to be able to pin Seth, even if it's dirty, even if you see a Paul Heyman interference or a, a Brock Lesnar, maybe Brock Lesnar's music hit, and Seth, you know, gets distracted, you know, whatever they want to do. Um they they could do that and that would be a way to get the belt off of Becky to get the belt on Lacey and and then to have Becky chase that belt that she never lost and to really get more you know the fans really more behind her because now she never lost that belt she never she was cheated out of the Smackdown's belt uh, Smackdown women's belt with Lacey interfering and now this raw belt she never really lost she lost it um With Seth being distracted or Baron, you know, Baron cheating to beat, to pin Seth. So that's what they could do. Um, That was the opening segment. That'd be good. Or they could just have Seth stomp Baron's face in and then uh, pin him. But, you know. On to the uh, good tag match here. First action of the night, Revival, Daniel Bryant, um, and Eric Rowan. So. Uh, Four guys versus four versus the uh, Usos in the New Day. Elimination tag match here. Really good action, really good. Daniel Bryan still getting cheered, super over, uh, you know, being from Aberdeen, Washington. They're still up there in the state of Washington for all. So it was kind of a weird crowd. Um, I mean, Daniel Bryan still gets cheered some places, but not as as big as Washington, obviously. Um, It was... It was pretty. It was a pretty good match. I, I like the action. Obviously, you're not. I mean, with those four guys in the ring, you're not going to get a bad match. It just all depends on how much time they have, and um, it, it being on Raw. I didn't think they were going to get a huge amount of time, even if even with it being an eight-man tag and the whole elimination tag. I think the first elimination took place before uh, they even went to commercial, or they they might have had two. They might have had two eliminations before. Yeah, I think they had two eliminations before the uh, the commercial break. But I think I think they were good. You know, I, I think it was a good little tag match, and I like to see where they go with it because now they're stating uh, new day. Be it Big E and Xavier Woods are now the title contenders for SmackDown, and uh, the Usos are the con- titles. Title contenders for Raw, so that's why he's seen this match. It's supposed to be like the champions versus their top challengers from each show, which a lot of people were griping about because KO and Sammy had just beaten a New Day on Stomping Grounds, which I agree with. It is kind of weird, um, but they're obviously they're going to go somewhere with it because KO and Sammy are bad guys. You know, they're they're the heels, so going against Daniel Bryan and Rowan, they don't like to do. The whole heel versus heel and good guy versus good guy. I mean, they do it once in a while. You'll see, like, Roman fight Seth or something like that. Even, um, you know, I think AJ AJ versus Cena. I mean, say what you want about Cena, he still gets cheered and stuff. I mean, he's not um, a good or bad guy. I think he's more of a good guy, AJ. So the point is they still do, you know, they do the good guy and the bad guy thing um fighting each other sometimes. But they don't like to do it a lot, so I guess that's the reason why they're saying KO and Sammy aren't really the number one guys. Cause they just don't even though it'll be great matches and great promos and great build, um, with all four of those guys, if Daniel, Bryan and Rowan Wertz defend against KO and Sammy, um, they're just not gonna do it. They're just gonna push New Day. Which I don't really agree because I think New Day New Day is great. New Day is awesome, but they also need new tag teams. I think that's why you see a Daniel Bryan and a Rowan. I think that's why you see a KO and Sammy forming, because they're just trying to freshen up the tag team division and have new tag teams. So I, I think, I think it would be better if they had KO and Sammy. But yeah, I'm not gonna throw a flag on the New Day anyway, 'cause they haven't really had a big title, a title um, opportunity since. Probably even before Kofi won the title. Because they were with him while, along that whole ride to get the title at WrestleMania. So, But it would be an interesting angle also. Because, of course, Kofi won the WWE title from Daniel at WrestleMania. Now that's what led to Daniel going into the tag division. So now if he has to go through New Day again, that could be also an interesting angle. to see how they play that out. Um, either way, I think it'll be good. I think all the matches will be will be really good that they, all those guys could pull off together. Um, what's going on? What's going on? little oh, 24, 24, uh, 7 action. Our Truth, be Maverick. This is a, this is a crazy, uh, crazy segment, but Our Truth and Drake Maverick are really kind of, Anchoring this whole 24/7 thing, they're like the main rivalry. This whole uh, 24/7 thing. And you've seen it from day one. Even since our truth won it, when uh, Drake Marrick was posting those wanted photos and the, or the missing photos, whatever they were called. Um, you know, he was posting them all over the locker room and backstage and stuff. And they've been they've been running with it. They've been carrying it. They've been doing stuff on YouTube and uh, you know Twitter. WWE's uh, social media pages have been blowing up That saw a report that R-Truth is like by far the most uh, Interacted with I guess you would say uh, Content that they have on their social media I guess like views and likes and shares And all that shit that they Comments, all the stuff that they calculate R-Truth is by far the uh, You know, the front runner in that So they're, they're gonna run with it And they're gonna keep it going with it And I like that you seen some guys win. Um, I know EC3 got in there and won. Uh, R-Truth won, I think, twice and then got out of there. He's now like the nine-time champion. I saw EC3 and somebody else won. I, there was like two or three different winners. And then R-Truth ended up winning. Um, you know, at the end, I think Carmelo distracted Carmelo distracted EC3 like going up the ramp and then our uh, truth ended up pinning him but it was good it was crazy it was a good segment I liked it you know, 24-7 continues to be to be wild madness um, it's a little too scripted sometimes where they kinda like set up a choreograph I mean I know they do some stuff at the weddings and they did some stuff at the wedding and the golf course but even at the arena, I'd like to see some stuff in the crowd. Like, not everything has to happen in the ring. You know, have some stuff happen at the concession stand or the bathroom. Um, you know, have our true... I mean, I'm sure they'll get to it. Like, it's still it's still a new thing they're, they're working on. I'm sure they'll get to it. But, you know, bathrooms, parking lots. I mean, parking garages. I mean, you have a whole arena to play with outside the arena to play with. You don't have to do everything. Every uh, segment in the ring, every 24-7 title run in. Uh, in the ring. So I think they'll get to it eventually. I think I think they'll get tired of the uh the um, in the ring stuff. Um on to Roman Reigns and handicap match against Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. This was made uh immediately after the Roman Reigns victory over Drew McIntyre at Stomping Grounds, Shane McMahon code promo. Like on some backstage camera announcing it. So this was booked. Everybody knew it was going to happen. Um, and I thought it was a... Um, I don't know what they are really setting up. But I guess... I guess they were really just setting up the... Um, Undertaker appearance. Because I mean, Roman just got the shit kicked out of him. Um, but... I don't know, they they had Undertaker come save him Shane was going for the coast-to-coast coast, And then Lights went out And Undertaker, uh, light, you know, Lights come back on Undertaker standing in between Shane, who's on the top rope And Roman, who's laying in the corner um, And then Shane jumps at him, takes a choke slam Then uh, Undertaker, you know, hits Drew with a boot Gets him out, throws, Cheryl, throws uh, Shane out And, um you know I, I mean a lot of people online don't really get it some people the crowd seemed to go nuts when it did happen um i i don't really mind it i guess they're trying to set up um maybe an undertaker and a drew a drew rivalry which i'll be i'll be fine with as long as drew wins honestly i think drew would um I think Drew and Roman would out, or Drew and Undertaker would obviously have a, a good match, because Drew would definitely have to do most of the heavy lifting. Um, but you know, it's still it, you're getting your name out there. You want to go against a guy like Undertaker or Hulk Hogan, or you know that, and those younger guys want that marquee matchup. They want that big name matchup, even going against Goldberg, even sometimes going against Brock Lesnar, which. Brock Lesnar's obviously in great shape. He's in, um, you know, he's obviously jacked as hell and all that stuff, but it's it's a different thing. And, you know, I listen to Taz a lot, and Taz talks about this all the time. It's a different thing of being in shape and being in ring shape. And that's what you see at the Saudi Arabia. That's why you see a lot, even guys like Triple H, who are still, you know, they're not old, they're not, you know, beat down, in great shape. They work out. They do all this and do all that. Once you get in that ring and you hit that, you know, eight-minute mark, and then you hit that 12-minute mark, and now you're hitting, now you're in there for 15 minutes, and you're still working. You know, it's it's a different kind of pace, it's a different kind of uh, conditioning. So you see that a lot with the part-timers. You, you see that a lot. Like I said, even guys that come back, like you know Brock and Triple H, and some of those Brock matches, he's like, beat red, gassed, you know, dripping sweat, breathing heavy. And he ain't even doing nothing, he's just, I mean, he's suplexing people, but he's not doing, you know, taking bumps and jumping around and flying off ropes and doing all that stuff. Usually Brock's just beating the shit out of somebody, and he still um, looks gassed and tired after, after a 10 or 15 minute match. And that's a guy who's in his 30s, who's, who stays in shape. So you have a guy like The Undertaker come in, you know, if you're a Drew, or we've seen it a few years ago with Roman at WrestleMania, and uh, CM Punk at WrestleMania, these guys are gonna have to carry a load of that match. To a big a big load. And yeah, it sucks and you know, maybe some guys don't wanna do it. But hey, at the end of the day, you'll have a win against the Undertaker, or you'll have a, a big WrestleMania match against the Undertaker, and you know, your name will be out there. So it helps a lot of guys. It helps a lot of guys. And that didn't help you know, some people are already a stat. Like, some guys like CM Punk were already, he had already had his big title run and his big push and all that stuff. But, you know, a guy like Drew right now could do, because I don't know where they're going with Drew. Would Would you rather rest, wrestle Undertaker at a, I don't know, at a Survivor Series or a SummerSlam or a Royal Rumble? Um, you know, whenever they're planning on doing it, they're probably going to do it, you know, at a big pay-per-view. So would he rather do that or would he rather stand in Shane's corner? While while Shane fights Roman or while Shane fights um you know, Miz or Dol and you know, whoever's whoever's next. Um so I'm sure Drew would rather wrestle the Undertaker than than stand in the Shane in Shane's corner. Um But maybe he won't, maybe, you know. Maybe he wants to stand in in Shane's corner, who knows? Um, Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley had a tug-of-war. Yeah. So uh, the Viking Raiders versus the club. Um, Pretty good little match. Uh, you know, again, they didn't get a lot of time. This was kind of, you know, bullshit match, bathroom break. Uh, you know, that's, that's the problem with these teams have been treated have been treated like that you know Viking Raiders get called up formerly War Machine, formerly War Raiders, formerly Viking Experience, formerly experiencing the Raiders of the Vikings that we used to be Raiders but now they're Viking Raiders instead of just Raiders or Vikings Viking Raiders um, but they win they beat the club and it's a little interesting actually had some kind of storyline here not between the teams but between uh, AJ and uh, Gals and Anderson backstage. Gals and Anderson are, like, in the conga line of Noe, with Noe Jose. And AJ, AJ's doing a backstage interview and he's like, you know, basically, what the fuck you guys doing? You guys got a match. Like, what are you guys... You know, you guys got the Viking Raiders coming up, like, next. They're, like, two ma you know, soon here. What are you guys doing? And then they're like, oh, we're partying. We're, you know, uh, bull- bullshitting around. And AJ's like, no, you guys... Gotta get your heads on straight and shit. So I like that. So maybe they're gonna use AJ to kinda of reel these guys in and like make them more of a serious tag team. And now they lost, which they should have lost after being in that conga line and you know, 'cause now you see these guys dicking around backstage and AJ's hot and they even show AJ watching the match, uh, backstage getting hot and getting heated. You know, like, what the fuck are these guys doing? They're embarrassing themselves, they're they look like shit, what the hell? These ain't the you know, these this ain't the club I know. Um, you know you guys should be tearing tearing uh you know raw up or whatever It's basically what he said i mean he didn't say all that just paraphrasing but you could see it on aj's face you know of course aj's putting him over with the facial expressions and you know all that stuff But um, but this little interesting angle are doing here i'm assuming they're trying to form the club back up now that aj's back from that injury um we've seen him first appear i think at um stomping grounds With a backstage interview and he had that uh, little stuff going with Ricochet. Um, So we'll see where that goes. But like I said, the match didn't get a lot of time. I think it was more building that storyline of, um, yeah, cool, Viking Raiders got the win. And now also it's like, well, damn, maybe the club's really fucking dicking around and slipping. Maybe that's why they haven't been winning. Maybe that's why they haven't had so many titles and too many title opportunities. Because they're in the back in the fucking conga line instead of getting ready for their matches. So um, you know, that was good. do 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 what else happened, what else happened? Okay, Kofi. Um, Kofi fought uh Sammy. Uh Sammy's good little match. Um was the only advertised match the only advertised match. Um, Beat him with a roll-up. Poor Sammy. Sammy just does the job so much, man. I just want to see Sammy have a good... I like Kevin Owens. Don't get me wrong. I love Kevin Owens. You know, I really do, but I think they really kind of blew the... Dropped the ball or blew the whistle. I don't know. Blew the whistle. Does that even make sense? They kind of... um, uh, shit to bed, I guess, whatever you want to call it, uh, with Sammy, because he was hot there for a minute, uh, probably for like two or three re- uh, two or three weeks, maybe even longer, when he just came back and he was cutting those promos and um, really getting heat from the crowd, they could have really did something, even if it was like a, a U.S. title or an IC title. Or even a little twenty four seven title run. imagine Sammy with the twenty four seven title just like running from everybody. It would be uh, like he would just be entertaining, like talking shit and like running and I don't know, I think it would have been funny. He would've been cool, he would have made it so he would have did what our truth that doing. You know, the the talent always shows in WWE. When you put these guys in front of a microphone or when you give these guys a segment, you know, the talent always shows. You know So I think If you would have Gave that belt to Sammy He would have been Doing just as good If not better Than what our truths doing Our truths doing A hell of a job Um, But I think um, You know They should have really Had that Had that run With Sammy Um, While KO Was fighting Fighting with Kofi For the WWE belt They could have had Sammy doing something else But of course They just Throw them together again Join at the hip It's like Sammy Zane just can't can't get away from Owens, um, maybe KO will turn on him again, I mean, that's the, that's still Sami Zayn's best rivalry, I think, I mean, he hasn't done, that's what he's known for, is just, you know, the matches him and Kevin have had, and that one really good match him and Nakamura had at that takeover, I think it was Dallas, um, but other than that, I mean, you know, but anyway, Kofi, uh, Kofi beat Sami, and then, um, then he beats uh he like challenges k o you know he challenges k o somehow like you know I'll beat you too or k i think k o challenged him um, but it wasn't really about them it was about when Kingston was leaving and then you know walking up the ramp with the bell and then samoa joe uh former u s champion you know dropping the belt to ricochet at stomping grounds, which ke- which seemed kind of surprising and seemed kind of quick for Ricochet. Well, now we know why, because now Samoa Joe's getting into this WWE title picture by attacking Kofi, walking up the ramp. Um, oh, by walking up the ramp um, and basically beating the shit out of him, choking him out, um, hitting the uranagi on him. One of my favorite moves in wrestling, urinagi. I love it. Um, everybody does it, and everybody does a different version of it, and it's all called the urinagi. there's no different names for it, no, I it just, it's awesome. But, we'll see where they're going. Um, Smojo, I think it's already been announced, Smojo and Kofi, um, at Extreme Rules, which I would love to be, I was saying this about Joe, if Joe fought Ricochet again, I would love to have him, uh have a submission match which I think would really um let Ricochet win really go crazy you know have the fans go crazy for Ricochet but I think um I mean they still could do it with Kofi and it would help Kofi I guess too I just don't know if Kofi's gonna win I really don't I, I'm just waiting for Kofi to lose at this point because um a lot of people had written him off like it's like as soon as he won that belt at Wrestlemania it's like oh well one's gonna lose it you know one's When's Big E going to turn on him? When's New Day going to turn on him? You know, how long is this going to last? And now you look up and it's been April, May, June. Uh, you know, we're going into Extreme Rules. is July 14th. So he'll be champion for at least another two or three weeks. I mean, we're going on about four months here of a pretty solid pretty solid title run for for Kofi, which I don't think a lot of people expected. I didn't expect it. Not this long. I thought they would have let him hold it for maybe like two months and then drop it. But then he started feuding with Dolph, and I was like, eh, okay, they're not going to let Dolph win it. Um, so that kind of gave it away too when he started feuding with Dolph and just kind of just got two easy uh, pay per view wins. Do, 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 do. Um, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss vs. Naomi. Uh turns into Bliss and Nikki Cross against Natalia and Naomi. Big thing here is Natalia or Nikki Cross hitting her finisher on Natalia. But uh didn't see the tag. Alexa Bliss hit her with that uh blind tag. So Um You know, so Nick, Nikki hits Natalia with the finisher off a of blind tag. She don't know, so Alexa jumps in the ring and pins Natalia. And Nikki's kind of standing there like, damn, what the hell? I thought I had that win. Um, you know, just going off, playing off this whole Bliss and Nikki Cross thing where they're kind of like uh, having uh, Nikki Cross do all the work for Bliss and then and then Bliss, um, you know, obviously getting all the rewards at the end. Uh, main event time, Ricochet versus AJ Styles, U.S. title. Um, the club, one other thing about Uh, continuing to build the club here. They had Gals and Anderson come out, and AJ was kind of like, nah, I got this, you know, get out of here. Told him to leave, kind of showing that respect thing for Ricochet. Um, You know, saying that he wants to do it one-on-one. He doesn't want to get crazy with it. Um, But these two just went at it, man. These two um, absolutely went at it. It was a little bumpy to start the match, but you know that, you know you got guys moving around this fast. If you, I think anybody that starts with Ricochet, you now you see you, they were saying the same thing about stomping grounds with Joe and Ricochet, right? And then by the time you know after five minutes, seven minutes in, then you know you, you kind of uh, adjust to Ricochet's speed. I think it's just Ricochet. I think it's Ricochet. Not that he has bad chemistry, but he's just so fast and so fluid that. His opponents you know unless you're wrestling him on a consistent basis with which aj hasn't this is aj's first match back um on tv first of all second of all um, ricochet hasn't been wrestling any of these guys consistently he's been you know in a tag with alistair black and then he's doing this and now then now he's in a five way for the us belt and oh now he's challenging Samoa Joe, first time ever and oh now he wins now he's fighting aj so he's not he doesn't have these three, four, five-month rivalries where he's wrestling the guys on house shows and he's wrestling the guys on Raw and SmackDown. So these guys have to adjust to his speed and his quickness and his agility, and it's a real thing. That's why it seems clunky, the timing's off, because you expect him to be here at this point, and now he's there two seconds early. Or he's up at the top rope, you know, a second and a half faster than, uh, you know, some other guy could get up there just because he's that much of a... A pure athlete, so that's why, you know, every Ricochet match now is like, oh, you know, awkward, clunky start, but, you know, they really picked it up, yeah, because they're adjusting, they're getting used to Ricochet's speed, and Ricochet's also has to get used to these guys, because, like I said, he doesn't wrestle these guys um, every night, and uh, doesn't have those consistent uh, weekly, monthly rivalries, which he will now, because he's U.S. champion, obviously, they're going somewhere with him, and and AJ So I think You know Once this thing Really gets going Once they really get Their chemistry down And the feel for each other down After they wrestle For two weeks Four weeks A month Two months You know It'll really get It'll really get going But um Rick Shay takes the loss here He he goes for the 630 And misses And then hits him uh, AJ hits him With the phenomenal forearm Which um It's two things here One You know You can't you know, you don't want to ricochet to lose because he's the champ. But, you know, it's a non-title match. So he kind of knew that already. He was like, okay, AJ's probably going to win. Because <laughs> it's a non-title match. So AJ's probably going to win to get his credibility back up. Because, like I said, it's his first match back on TV. And what has to be... I mean, he didn't do the Saudi show. He was out. has to be at least two months from what I remember. I don't think... Was, I don't even remember if he was at money in the bank or not cuz I know Kofi fought. Yeah, I can't even remember if he was at money in the bank. I I don't think he was. If he was, I, you know, I'm wrong whatever, but or maybe he got hurt at money in the bank. I don't know. That you know, the point here is that I don't know, but I know it's been um a little bit. So, to have AJ come back in the main event against the US champion, you kind of had to have AJ win. I don't know now, would he have done it dirty? You know, it might have been better to uh, to have, you know, a club get interfered or um, even have AJ do, like, a hold-your-tights move or, like, feet-on-the-ropes move to get that extra leverage to pin him. You know, he did beat him kind of straight up, just phenomenal forearm, which is kind of like, eh, it's kind of, you know, kind of concerning, but um, it's still AJ Styles. I mean, you know, the guy's a WWE champ, uh, you know, he, he's been at the game and for 15 20 years it's not a bad thing um putting on a great match and losing AJ Styles and like I said he kept the belt it was a non-title match so I think Ricochet will be all right I think Ricochet will end up winning this rivalry I don't think AJ is going to come back to win the U.S. title um you know no offense to the U.S. title but I think AJ just going to they're going to use AJ here to kind of um build Ricochet's resume a little bit because he already's um you know, one and done with Samoa Joe. Now it's AJ Styles to the resume. And then maybe we'll move on to somebody else who who could beat Ricochet. Um, But that was it for Raw, man. A really good Raw. They had um, another thing that I didn't really mention because it wasn't really a segment. They had the uh, Firefly Funhouse. They had some characters popping up. They didn't have an episode, but they had some characters popping up. It was like... Um, yeah, They had Abigail... They had Miz walking down the the hallway, and they had, like, Abby. Abby the Witch uh, was, like, sticking out from the wall or behind, like, a door somehow. But you could see her on, like, the right side of the screen. Um, And they also had Mercy the Buzzard watching Kofi put pancakes in his title. (laughs) So they kind of don't know if Bray's watching uh, Miz, if Bray's watching Kofi, which would be awesome, the WWE champion. Or would um you know, is it just random? Is is he just watching everybody? You know, I don't think he's uh he's targeting really one person right now that I could tell anyway. Um But you know, all in all Raw was good with between the Undertaker return, the main event, um the Seth segment in the beginning was a little bumpy, like I said, but um like I said you can't script love. And they're trying to. It's very clearly they're very clearly trying to um what else was good the the elimination tag match was good uh, a lot of stuff was good you know uh, uh, joe attacking kofi really good segment um you know i th- i thought it was a really good show um all right taking a break coming back going to talk uh smackdown live um see what's going on see the fallout from the undertaker returning see if uh kofi has anything to say about Samoa Joe attacking him, all that stuff. So I'm um, take a break. Come back. Talk SmackDown. All right, what's going on, everybody? We're back here talking about some SmackDown Live. Um, Get right into it. Here it kicks off with Shane in a uh, what seems to be like a pre-taped promo up on the old Titantron. There, Shane talking about uh, you know the Undertaker coming back. That. Roman Reigns couldn't do it by himself He had to call in for some backup And and that backup being The Undertaker Shane says there's going to be hell to pay There's going to be hell to pay for Roman Reigns um, And then uh, right after that New Day, Xavier Woods, Big E uh, WWE champ, Kofi Kingston Come on out, come on down um, you know, get the crowd fired up, get the crowd hyped up. Um, Kofi just talking about the Samoa Joe attack on Raw previous night. Um just to be interrupted by Dolph Ziggler, um, who just lost the stomping ground Sunday, still seems to be involved in here somehow, some way. Um doesn't you know, basically saying he doesn't want somebody uh, to leapfrog him. For a title shot, he, you know, he's lost his last two title shots, Super Showdown and Stomping Grounds. Nonetheless, talking about um how Kofi took the easy way out of the cage. Um, you know, just pretty much all kinds of heel shit. And then, Dolph also says that they will be in a main event, two out of three falls match. And if Dolph wins, he will be added to the Samojo-Kofi Kingston uh, WWE Championship match. Extreme Rules making it a triple threat. Um, which actually would be kind of good, I thought, I think. Um, but we'll see where they go there. I think, um, I think it was a pretty good segment. It wasn't nothing like groundbreaking, just, you know, Dolphin Kofi going at it. Um, next up we have Xavier Woods and Biggie New Day, staying in the ring, taking on the SmackDown champs, Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. Um... This was also a pretty good match. Um huh. It seemed that um it seemed that uh at, you know, Eric Rowan was getting pretty good pretty good action. Um of course Big E gets the hot tag. Um and then after the bell well first, um they delivered the midnight hour and Uh, New Day wins, New Day actually pinned Dana Bryan, and Eric Rowan um, Sort of validating that um, Assumption that they'd be the next challenges in line, so now they really have something To say, well hey, we just pinned the tag champs on uh, Smackdown So, I think that was a pretty good win Just validating New Day As the champs, but Then here come uh, KO and Sammy in the ring rush in the ring, beating the hell out of New Day And then They go on to Um and Brian and Rowan go, go on the team up and now it's like four on two beat down and then here come Heavy Machinery uh, Otis Djokovic Stokovich, whatever you say your name and Tucker Knight uh, fake Big Cass I know that's Big Cass, gotta be Big Cass I think Big Cass was uh, seven feet tall I think Tucker Knight's like six eleven, maybe six nine but it's um, close Um, But I didn't I didn't um, I didn't mind it I think um, You know They they turned it into a uh, Was it Four Yeah four on four So another um, Eight man tag we see here New day Teaming now with Teaming now with Heavy Machinery Uh, Daniel and Rowan Teaming now with KO and Sammy um, this was kind of the rough part. Uh, people just, um, action kind of breaking out. Um, Sammy, uh, getting the beat down. <laughs> I mean, poor Sammy, man. Uh, you know, Kevin Owens just kind of like leaves him. Um, he just like, he he watched, uh, he was watching Otis do the, uh, Caterpillar, I think they call it. It's kind of like the worm, but Otis's version. And, um, you know, I I don't know. Kevin Owens kind of just, (laughs) kind of, kind of just left them, left them hanging to just get his ass beat. I don't know what they're doing with Sammy, but I feel like this is going to turn into a tag title run eventually with KO and Sammy. I don't think they're just like a tag team just for shits and giggles. Maybe they'll have KO turn on Sammy, but I just think Sammy and KO are so, so, um, good at being heels that, you know, you could obviously do the KO turn again, but I just think as a tag team, they could really have a good tag title run, Um, almost like what they had going with uh, Jericho and KO, I mean, I don't think, I know they weren't tag champion, I know KO was the universal champ, and then Jericho, you know, was the US champ somewhere in there, Um, but they could have that kind of heat, and that kind of momentum, and that kind of, um, you know, in-ring work, and it would really, really really put the spotlight on the tag division, which, you know, Daniel Bryan's doing a good job now, but I, th- I don't think anybody's sold on Eric Rowan still. I don't think uh, management's sold on Eric Rowan. They just don't, you know, he's always in tag teams. When he's not in tag teams, he's not used. Daniel Bryan's going to go on and win more WWE titles and, uh, you know, headline WrestleManias and Summerslams and Survivor Series and all that stuff. You know, they don't believe in Eric Rowan. I think KO and Sammy as a team would put way more spotlight and way more heat On that tag team division. It it feels like Daniel Bryan's kind of doing it uh, by himself. Because Eric Rowan doesn't talk. I mean Eric Rowan doesn't have a mic. Um, You know. So. I would love to see Sammy and Kevin win. But right now the way they're booking them. They ain't ain't worth shit in the tag division. Especially with KO walking out of. uh, Walking out of matches. Um, Another best of two out of three falls here match. I don't know what's going on with this. Maybe they're going to have like a new pay-per-view. Just fucking called best two out of three. And then the main event's going to be like a best three out of five or something. Or like a four out of seven. Like a best of seven is going to be the main event. I don't know. But The Miz and Elias. The Miz going down. um, Showing up behind. um, Or I should say outside of Shane McMahon's dressing room. Elias basically telling him to piss off. You know. Get out of here. So Miz announces to Elias that he wants to have a match with Shane. Elias tells Shane that Shane's like, "Well, no, I'm not gonna fight him, but he could fight you." Okay, cool. Um, at least Elias is on TV in a match, right? I guess you know we didn't really see Miz on Raw or Elias, so we saw, but we get to see him here, which is a treat. I mean, I like Miz and Elias. I like both their uh, characters. I like both of them in the ring. Um, you know, sh- but of course Shane gets involved, helps Elias get the first fall after they drift away. Slice has finished a move, by the way. Um, a lot of people might not know that. And he actually have a name. Um, it's called The Drift Away. Um, I know you don't see him use it a lot because he doesn't really get a lot of offense in. But um, Skull-crushing finale sets up Miz for the win. Um, but Shane gets involved again and gets you know, a DQ, so Miz gets to fall anyway. Um, tied 1-1 after, you know, after the bell, it's kind of weird. Um, you know, McMahon gets a, sh- uh, a spear in. Shane gets a spear in. I guess sending some kind of message to Roman. Um, I don't know. And Elias hits someone in an elbow and wins. Beats Miz, to uh, best two out of 32 to one. Um, then Shane hits Miz with the coast-to-coast at the end. Um I don't know I don't know what, I don't know what the point is I, I don't I don't get it Miz challenges him So then you could have Miz and Elias fight To win Or to You know Then if Miz wins He fights um he, You know He fights Shane And he just gets beat Like he just gets beat twice Two out of three Now obviously Shane was all over the match He's you know Involved and interfering And Doing all that stuff But Um I don't know. It was just weird. I just... I just don't get it. I don't really know where they're going. Maybe they're going to do a Miz and Elias feud, which would be okay, I guess. You know, it'd be cool. Um, Bailey versus Nikki Cross fought. If Nikki Cross wins... Uh, if Nikki Cross wins, Alexa Bliss gets another title shot at the SmackDown Women's Belt at Extreme Rules against Bailey. Um... Nikki Cross did win, actually, it was really good, uh, it was a really good match, I saw Bailey take a big bump outside, she, like, dove through the middle rope and, like, completely just, like, landed on her freaking back, on her ass, on the, on the mat outside, like, no brace or nothing, and it just sounded like it hurt, it was, it was pretty bad, um, huh? but of course, she got back up and fought, and, uh. I thought um, I thought Nikki Cross looked good. I thought Bailey looked good. Nikki Cross gets the win. Um, but, once again, Bliss gets the title opportunity now. So, I think... Uh, I don't know where they're going with this, maybe. I don't think Alexa Bliss is going to win the belt. I just... Like I was talking about, my stomping grounds uh, breakdown. It would just be weird to have a Raw um, assigned diva or woman or superstar win a SmackDown belt. It's just... I don't know, it will just be strange to me, but maybe they'll do it. I don't know, I just don't see Bailey losing right now. I think Bailey's, uh going to get a real big push here and have a real lengthy title run. Um, but we'll see where they go with it. Um, and on to the main event. Best 2 out of 3 falls match. Kofi Kingston, Dolph Ziggler. If Dolph wins, he is in the... Uh WWE title match at Extreme Rules to make it a triple threat um with Kofi and Smojo. Joe. Really high paced action here. Um you know these two are always brilliant. Always always seem to really be getting the chemistry down. I, I thought the match was uh really solid. Um, but in the end um Kofi wins which i wasn't really sure of like i said i would have liked the triple threat match um between Dolph, joe and uh kofi i think i mean i think Dolph would have had to take the pin either way um i, don't, I think he was, he would have been like that third man out of kofi and joe whether they wanted to have joe with the belt or to keep the title on kofi and extend the rivalry with him and joe i think um it would have been a good way for Dolph to or for them to do it was to have Dolph take the pin or the submission or whatever. Um but they didn't do it. They just had him get beat on Smackdown to uh best two out of three. Um, you know, Kofi Kofi won the first fall. And then Zaylor kinda of took advantage of the bell. Um hit him on the zigzag with the uh, um what do you call it, out there on the floor? You know And then the, You know They reset in between the falls So it's kind of like Not gonna Not really gonna uh, Matter what he does In between those bells I guess Um You know Then Dolph ties it up one one And then They go back and forth For that That uh Third fall But Kofi definitely Um or ultimately gets it with the trouble in paradise um it was a really good match, like I said you know i th- I think they really um really told a good story. I think they really uh kept the pace up and the action up, but you know like I said, I was a little surprised Kofi won there uh, I'm not throwing a flag on it, you know, but I think they have enough of these mixed tag matches and tag matches and um you know all these multi multi uh participant matches so it should be fresh to actually see a one on one match at extreme rules with uh, Kofi and Joe cuz as of right now you know you got a mixed tag match for two belts then you got the Undertaker tag match um i'm assuming you're going to have New Day and Daniel Bryan versus uh, New Day versus Dan Bryan and Rowan you know so right now uh Kofi Joe and then Alexa and Bailey right now, the only two uh, one-on-one matches, I believe, have been announced. And I'm sure there will be more. But just the way the booking is going, you know, you're getting a lot of multi-participant, uh, multi-people match. Multi-people multi, multi- people matches? I don't know if that's right, but um, there's a lot of people in a lot of matches. Let's just put it fucking that way, all right? Um, going into Extreme Rules. Uh but um all in all SmackDown was good and that was good as raw. I mean a quick two hours I thought. You know, you had the two uh two out of three falls matches. Um The tag matches which was kinda weird to turn into an eight man tag you know. Um then no Roman, which was a little surprising after the big Undertaker return, so I guess we'll have to wait until Monday to see what he has to say about that even though um, once again he's he's a he's an assigned Smackdown superstar but he's he's on you know, he's on Raw and not on SmackDown. So I don't know if they're even doing this whole wild card thing anymore. I don't think they really even mentioned it, so it might just be a uh it might just be out. It might just be done with, Because um, they haven't mentioned it and they haven't brought it up and now like I'm saying, you you got guys like Roman who aren't even on uh showing up to their assigned show but, you know, he's on Raw last night. But then doesn't show up to SmackDown, so it's like uh, you know. I thought the point of having him on SmackDown was to be on SmackDown, but whatever. I you know, it's pretty much done with, so whatever happens, happens. Um But all in all, I thought it was a pretty good show. I I like Raw a lot better, a lot more stuff was going on in Raw. But um Oh, okay. But um with that Guys, I think um I think I'm gonna wrap this up here. Um two solid shows after a solid stomping ground, so hopefully we keep building. Got yeah, two more weeks, two more raws, two more smackdowns before extreme rules too. So you still have a lot of stuff that's gonna happen. Um obviously we'll sort some stipulations out, some matches out. Um, so other than that, guys, go give me a follow. Um at Wyman Podcast One on Twitter. I am I have a current poll running. I'm doing a classic match rewind. Got four options up there. Uh, give me your vote. Um, if you don't see an option up there that you like or that you want to hear from, comment and uh, uh, you know what match you want to hear, and I'll be happy to do it. Um, eventually, not probably not going to do it the first one just because uh, you know I have these four up there for a reason um, I'm on that poll, but. You know, follow me on there on Twitter at Wyman Podcast One on Instagram at Wyman Podcast. Um, also, go check out OT Heroics One at OT Heroics One, uh, OvertimeHeroics.com. Great place for any sports fan. Uh, got forums up there. Got all my all our podcasts up there, including mine. Um, so much, so much content on there, guys. Uh, you know, forums. Where you can sit there and talk about sports all day any sport you want, they got gambling stuff up there for those that are into that, um, you know, like all the podcasts, like I said, they even started doing live shows um, that you can go check out on their website, on their YouTube page and all that stuff, um, but the first step is go follow them at OT Heroics 1, and then, you know, browse the forums and the, their website up there, and, you know, it's pretty it's pretty easy, it's pretty self-explanatory, you know, you, you'll get the drift of how to watch all their stuff and listen, and, Follow all their stuff They're real easy Easy follow guys Um, And they help Really promote this podcast On all social media Social media And all stuff like that So I always try to shout them out When I remember Um, But with that guys I will be back um, Probably for that Classic match we won When the poll ends tonight At midnight So I'm recording right now At 1.30 In the afternoon So you guys have Still about Ten hours, ten and a half hours ish, to go out and vote. If you did, I think there's already over. I want to say last time I checked, it was around seventy votes, eighty votes. So we're getting a good amount of votes, guys. Get your voices out there, cause every vote's gonna matter. It's close. Looking at the results, I've you know three three out of the four matches have led so far today. So that's how many votes are coming in and going, and you know it's close. I think the highest leader when I looked was at. Like only around twenty nine or thirty two percent so it's not gonna take much to get that guy you know get that leader out of there, so if you really wanna match if you really wanna um hear what I have to say and uh break down and um it's probably gonna be more of like a watch along thing, but I'm also gonna you know I'm not gonna sit there and do uh play by play because i you know I'm not a play by play commentator, I'm just a wrestling fan. So you know I mean I'll obviously highlight the big spots And the big uh, events during the match But I'm not going to sit there And call you know over here naked choke hold Or a fucking uh toe hold Or a you know I'm not going to do all that Because I'm not good at it <laughs> So Um But Other than that I'll catch you guys Probably for that watch along Um If I don't do it Friday I'll definitely have it done by Saturday night Um Until then, talk to you guys later. Thank you.